0: Hello everyone, I'm Vera of Newman Beauty, Dynamic Joy Master, Transmutation Coach, Goddess Guide, Shamanic Medium. This is The Cackle. You are listening to the second episode and number two in a series discussing the book Empath, A Guide to Understanding your infinite intelligence, the ancient knowledge within you. By Frank Knoll. His last name is spelled K-N-O-L-L. Today, I'll be discussing topics related to chapters three and four. In chapter three, Frank talks about Mahatma Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Princess Diana, Saint Francis of Assisi, Nelson Mandela, and Jane Goodall, as empaths who used their gifts of deep compassion to change lives in a big way. This is important because in chapter four, he discusses how empaths can be swallowed up by their gifts if they don't learn to master them. I've been there. So I wanted to share in this episode some insight into how I've been making the transition myself. As an empath, it's important to work yourself out. It's important to realize that everyone you can feel can feel you. Because of your gifts, you have greater influence. If you truly want to help people, you have to shift your energy. All of your energies have to work together. So it's important to learn to work with your subconscious and unconscious. Imagery is the best way to nurture and communicate with your subconscious and unconscious. One suggestion for using imagery consciously is to surround yourself with images that make you feel awe. Especially when you feel unpleasant feelings or emotions, or if you choose to consciously work with your trauma. These images will help you shift your energy so that 100% of your energy is not grounded in that negative space. If you take several deep breaths, as you gaze at these images, you can help create healing within yourself as your power shifts away from feeding unpleasant realities. If you feel yourself yearning, it's time to stop investing so much of your energy into the surface and start doing this deeper work. This is the most important investment you can make. I do not currently have the luxury of being able to take extended time and space to myself, as I am taking care of my one- and two-year-olds pretty much by myself in a studio apartment. The only time to myself is when my kids are asleep, but that's only if their father, whom I still live with even though we are no longer together, is not playing video games and talking on the mic. So how do I, an empath, keep my sanity? How do I keep my wits about me, as they say? First of all, I have to get really clear about what is and isn't under my control. There's lots I can influence, but I'm talking about actually control. And that is me. If you think about it, everything I just described is my external circumstances. The energy behind how I talk to or interact with my kids definitely influences them. But I can't control if they defy my direction or cooperate. I can control. The way i think about their behavior or actions and how i choose to act when they define my orders or requests now when it comes to living with another adult or at least someone who is old enough to be an adult i have completely revolutionized how i deal with adults i cohabitate with every day is practice in letting someone else lead their own lives. Even if I want to try to step in and read and relieve some of their suffering. My new rule is I do not invest more in caring for a person than they invest in caring for themselves. Of course, sometimes I break that rule. But that is mostly a hard and fast rule for me. I have realized from my experiences over decades that taking on people's lessons for them doesn't help them master those lessons any faster. And often completely distracts me from mastering my own lessons because I'm spending too much time in the other person's energy or my interpretation of their energy, rather than working on my own issues. The next step in keeping my wits is rewarding myself for practicing healthier boundaries and making my self care a priority. I ask myself, what can I do for myself that makes me feel appreciated? Or what can I do that I would really enjoy? I usually allow a day or two to witness the answers bubble up in one way or another. The third and final key to how I keep my sanity is ritual. I do things that get me into a feeling of devotion, gratitude, and humility on a daily basis basis. Certain music automatically does this for me, like Sarah McLaughlin, Aofi O'Donovan, or even Pantera or Snotty Nose Rez Kids, depending on my mood. All this music taps me into my joy and reminds me of the bigger picture. When I can remember the bigger picture and the energy I have into staying committed to this path through all the ups and downs of my life, I am reminded that I am making a way through what I am going through now. And that gives me so much gratitude to myself and every being that has helped me along my path. I also invoke or call forth this experience by giving my undivided attention to things like listening to the wind blow or studying a crystal or a tree branch or a bird flying or watching my children explore. So in gratitude for the time that we've spent together, I'd like to offer a closing meditation. Let's take some deep breaths. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. Question to yourself, how am I feeling right now? Inhale, exhale. Next question, how can I be of the best service to myself right now? Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. How can I serve my self-care right now? Inhale. Exhale. How can I deepen my self-care? One long in-breath. Exhale. What is one thing I dare to do? That will inspire me to smile with gratitude for what I just did. Inhale, exhale. This is Vera of Newman Beauty. That's N. U-M-E-N, beauty, one word. And you have just listened to The Cackle. If there's anything you need support around or direction with, send me a message at info at Until next time, remember, I hold the keys of my own liberation. Take care.